0: This week's episode is brought to you by Fighters Collection, the only sets where they support every single clan, but not really. Fighters Collection, because Boucherot is a big fan of the movie Elysium. Hey everybody, welcome to Nexus at Night. I'm Atlas. And I'm Matt. As proof. And it, I, and we're coming to you live from there on the East Coast somewhere, and I'm in the Riverside where it's 104 degrees, and I'm eating a burrito. So uh, <laughs> I went to Chipotle before this. Damn. Anyway, so uh, today we're talking about the new Fighters Collection that recently came out in English, what, like two weeks ago, a week ago? June uh, last, last week officially. Last week officially. So uh, it is a Fighters Collection that for every clan it gives it, uh, the, uh, a stride with Generation Break Eight, a or two. Weeks. Uh, what?
1: My bad. It was two weeks uh, ago.
0: Two weeks ago. Whatever. Close enough. It it, it, <laughs> came, it came out not today. Um, <laughs> and uh, as well as a G guard that involves flipping up another G guard for its cost, and a heal that help that like gets a skill when you pay the cost for the G guard in this fighter's collection. So everybody gets something as is the nature of Fighters Collections. So today we're going to be talking about, usually when we do sets, we go through all the cards, but I don't want to do that because, ugh. So um, it's going to be, we're we're just going to talk about the winners and losers and how much this affects the metagame, because there are some things in here which, good God. <laughs> and that's why Proof is here, because uh, Spike Brothers got a huge boost. You already know yeah, and you already have what like an ARG tournament report and your deck profile already up.
1: Check. That yep. is right.
0: Yeah. So, uh why don't we just start with like the t- the top and bottom 5 and then we'll argue about it from there. So, proof you want to take it away.
1: All right. So, this kind of centered around an idea I had for a video that never came to be because I just never put the pieces together. So thinking about what the top five winners and the bottom five losers would be for this spider's collection, and my, we were talking about it a bit, and I was thinking about it for a bit, and kind of came up with a strong top three, and then four and five are kind of hotly debated because some of the other clans got really good GB8 skills, and some got better um, flipping G-guards, and then you kind of just got kind of to put the pieces together see what works from there. But the top three that I feel are the winners would be Spikes, and hopefully you guys don't take that as bias on my part. <laughs> no,
0: because uh, Spike Brothers weren't a thing, and now we're seeing them kind of pop up as... Uh...
1: Hey, whoa, yeah.
0: whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> okay, when I say... When I Respect say, the clan. Respect okay. the clan. <laughs> okay. When I say a thing, I mean not many people were playing it and topping That's with fair. it. And now, now it's like kind of starting to come out of the woodwork.
1: Yeah it's, yeah, it's got propped up thanks to Bushiro being very generous with the cost or non cost of the, our GBA and our, our G Guard in Hellheart, Hellheart 8 and Linus. Mm-hmm. Should we go through it? Should we talk about the skills? Um,
0: well, well,
1: let's, uh, let's get all of them,
0: like, say which clans, all the, all the clans.
1: All so, right. so we got, we got Spikes, and then we have Narukami with Closer Dragon and Impede Dragon, and they got a huge boost from those two. Less so the heal, but the heal, well, the heal does work a lot because I, I believe it countercharges if you, uh, have one or less, less damage.
0: damage. Yeah, you Soul Blast and countercharge.
1: Yeah, that's, that's really good, it helps yeah. out a lot. And then I think the third one, I think we talked about Link Joker would be the third one. I know, uh, Grand Blue, right? Grand Blue, Grand Blue, because uh, Boat. The Boat, yeah. <laughs> the G-Guard's also pretty good. What's the G-Guard, G-guard do again? Uh, uh, it
2: calls two cards of different grades from your drop zone to guard circle.
1: Oh, that's right. It's uh like Slammy Flare. Yeah. yeah.
0: Did somebody that's say exactly. Chappy the Ghosty?
1: Yes, and uh, Chappy has discussed the interaction with that as well. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, those are the, the main three winners. And then four and five, it was kind of debated between Link Joker, Dimension Police, and... Great Nature. And Great Nature. And then a little bit of Nubatama, because the GB8 is really disgusting when it comes to guard interaction. But man, that G-guard is bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: I feel like Gear Chronicle would have something in there, but the problem is that uh, you... Have such a cluttered G zone to begin with that you're like, do I even want to put this in here? Like,
1: yeah, I I I got the hype for Beyond Dragon. I just didn't understand it. If that makes any sense, you got it, but you didn't understand it. What do you mean? Because Beyond Dragon is basically a glorified restander, and it didn't to me. It was not much different than what you see from the likes of other clans that have restanders or things you see against uh, Nova Grappler with the whole repeat main phase and battle phase all over again. Oh, the, um... Like, uh, Mystery... Flare. Wait. What? Like, um... Like, anything that has a restander, like Favorite Champ, um... Buster, Vic Plasma. Those are pretty much... You're already restander your Vanguard, and you're kind of already getting the secondary... Main phase and battle phase because you get to restand your attackers when you're playing Nova Grapplers to attack with them again. So it's kind of in a close enough vein to where when I thought about it, I wasn't scared about what Beyond or Beyond Order really did. Yeah. So I got why people were hyped up about it because the whole idea of repeating your main phase is something that we haven't seen yet, but it kind of but kind of existed in a different form already.
0: I mean, you had Mystery Flare, which was repeat your turn. Right. But that was, like, on hit. Anyway, sorry. Um, This reminded me
2: of a magic card mm -hmm. uh, called Savor the Moment. And it's... uh, Great name. It's one blue blue for a sorcery, and you take an extra turn after this one, but you skip the untap step of that turn. Mm. And it's kind of like what's going on here, is you're taking an extra turn, but just not standing your stuff. But it's in mm-hmm. fact worse because any once per turn skills you had are still locked out, of course. Not that your Chronicle has that many in between with. Um, <laughs> for
1: some reason. Then, then there's the buying eight on top of that.
2: Yeah. And it's just like, and the de- like you can easily deck out in, in Vanguard. Like,
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> So getting, which you get five drive checks and you have to buy in eight cards. Mm-hmm. So that's 13 cards. That's a third of your deck. Or not a third, but a fifth of your deck gone. Including your draw so fourteen cards basically. Yeah. That's a yep. that's a heavy cost.
0: I mean, part of it is like it's it looks really amazing in a vacuum, but everything it's just the stuff around it that, you know, fucks everything yeah. up. Um yeah. and then th- that's also the case with Hellheart Eight, where like people saw it and went, Well, this this is fine, but how do I get to G V eight? I'm Spike Brothers. And, right. oh, was, man, did Boucher forget about a little thing called Mecha Trainer.
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, so I have a conspiracy theory that I've shared with other people. And okay. my conspiracy theory is that somewhere in Butcher Road, there's somebody that is pretty important to kind of important that has a soft spot for spikes. That they give them stuff that floats under the radar, but when you put it all together, it makes a really explosive puzzle at the end of it.
0: What, like Mayhem Tiger?
1: Yes, we got, because in Tech Booster, there was Miracle Ace and there was the case that you could attack so many times with Miracle Ace if you put all the pieces together was something that we didn't see a whole lot of and it was impressive. And then you had Bakara who was awful at the time but then it's like, oh, set nine comes and we got this tiger here that not once per turn can blow up Guardians, that seems fair so you put that in there. And it just gets all these little pieces that are disgustingly on their own, and then you put it together with everything else, and it just becomes a whole other beast.
0: So it's like it's like in World War II, where they're like, oh, uh, uh, we're going to send you all of these things, but when you put them together, it makes a shotgun.
1: Exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm a prisoner of war.
1: Let's do this. Because Mega <laughs> Trainer was on the watch list when uh, right before the tech booster came out, because Bushiro mm-hmm. was like, all right, let's calm down here. Let's check out what Spikes can do, and then nothing came from it, and it was taken off the watch list. So they, they're aware that Mega Trainer exists enough to put them on the watch list, so I can't say they didn't think about them while they were designing these cards.
0: Yeah, but now it seems like you they want to put them on the watch list, because if they hit Mega Trainer to just, you can only use one, and even if they didn't do the, you can't use it as your starter, just put it to one, do whatever, what... Would that just neuter the deck completely?
1: Uh, not really, just because there's other ways you can filter in the deck to bump up consistency. It just won't be quite as in-your-face about it. Mm. Like, cause I mean, they're... Go ahead.
2: They just unrestricted Conroe also.
1: Also true. Yeah. So I don't yeah. think they're going to go out of their way to hit Mecha Trainer. Yeah. And I know people were... Are still are calling for some type of restriction on Mecha, and I get why they're saying that because it's a really new deck and part of the reason it works is because of Mecha Trainer. But I don't think the deck is that level of degenerate to where it requires a hit on Mecha Trainer. I mean, that's I, my, that's my opinion.
0: I mean, the second people see something broken that wasn't their deck, they're like,
1: "Hit it! Hit it now! <laughs> it's gonna kill <laughs> us all!" Just I, like, mean, um, I Oh go ahead.
2: I think Wiseman's still more oppressive than than most decks. Like even the top, I think it's more oppressive than some of the top decks, right? But like, it's just not something people complain about right now.
1: Hint: yes. Go watch last week's episode. We talk about this a lot. <laughs> like it, Wiseman had his time to saturate its way through the collective mind space of the community. Like there was the period where it was like. Oh my gosh, what is this? And then it's like clamoring for Taro to get limited or banned, just like every other broken thing. And then it kind of subsided after a while and just became part of the lexicon of the game. So I feel it might go the same route with Mecha Trainer and the Hellheart 8 and the Crazy 8 deck. Mm-hmm. That's, I think, is that just have to give it time to get its way through people's minds, and it might become more of a a thing as people accept that it exists and being afraid or scared of it.
0: Um, How many attacks can you, like, get in a turn on that hell-hard turn?
1: How many
2: cards do you have in hand?
1: Exactly. (laughs) I
0: I mean, on average Uh, in your playtesting? On average in my playtesting, I
1: can get off on average eight attacks with a fat frog raider behind it. That's and by fat, I mean anywhere from twenty-seven thousand to fifty-two thousand raider. That's fucking wacky. I mean, <laughs> it's
0: that's about the same as like uh, Wiseman because you, you you have like a seventy-two k Wiseman hitting for what eight, eight times, nine times, even. Oh, uh, it's
2: like it's like fourteen.
0: Okay, well, either way, <laughs> someone's gonna die. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: you got Tiger at the end of it too, with, oh, fun. with twenty cars and soul. Oh my god!
0: Ew, <laughs> so much ew. Um. So uh, yeah, that I I think Spike's definitely got the number one on this.
1: I can I agree with that. I think they got the biggest boost from everything here with yeah. the close second being Narukami.
0: Yeah, which uh, good segue because uh, Narukami's stuff is uh, closer dragon which um so their gb8 which i i I like how they didn't even get uh like they couldn't even think of a good name so they were like okay we have conquering supreme dragon all right jenkins how do you what do you do for the name well which card is this oh we're doing the gb8 uh closer dragon
1: all right cool (laughs) let's do it we're fine um (laughs) Which is funny, because they threw out the, the whole thesaurus for Hell Hard 8's title. Holy crap. <laughs> I don't even know where some of these words came from. Wait, <laughs> wait. I have to look up what Temerarius meant. i never what, heard of it before. What does it mean? It means reckless. T- what? <laughs> okay. Temerarius,
0: cataclysmic road, Hell Hard 8. What does the, the number 8 even come from? Just because of the GB8? Or
1: like... I don't honestly don't know. I I read the lore. It doesn't really make any. He just he just decided to call himself Hellheart Eight just because just because that's how much of a badass he is. I'm (laughs) gonna throw throw a number at my name.
0: Maybe I don't know. (laughs) Eight is my lucky number, so that's cool. I
1: guess. Um, Is I don't even. It's not even on his jersey. He don't even have a jersey. His art was like. His art like he ate another robot. He ate another robot. Fun fact. The person that drew Tiger Centurion also drew Hellhard 8. They look and very it, similar. Exactly. It looks like he ate Tiger Centurion to become what he is. I mean... Tiger Centurion deserved it. Yeah. It, yeah, I agree.
0: All right. So, <laughs> anyway, so Closure Dragon's GV8 skill is when it's placed on Vanguard. Retire rearguards of all fighters. Bind all cards in your opponent's drop zone face-up. Until the end of the turn, this unit gets red text. All of your units get plus 2k for each card in all fighters' bind zones. So... What this means is, like, on average, you're going to be getting rid of, like, 10 to 20 cards. And assuming, like, the game has been going normally, you'll probably have anywhere between, like, 3 to 5 to begin with. Um, more so if you had Chain Bolt Dragoon out. Um, so this, this thing and everything you have is just going to be gigantic. Like, my roommate plays Narakami... And when he goes into this, he just throws whatever he has in his hand because, like, oh, I put down a PG, but she's at like, you know, thirty-eight k. Cool. Like, <laughs> it it, it yeah, is but... so freaking wacky.
1: This thing. Is it does it get plus two for all all cards or just your opponent's cards? I know all, all
0: cards, all cards, and all fighters bind zone. So if you're playing Dungaree, which you should, because this is Nexus Core. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the uh... <laughs> Yeah, so if you're doing that, then it gets even better. Um, okay. Yeah, and then the the G guard. This is where the big thing is. So, uh, Sky guarding and dragging impede dragging is when it's uh, when you guard with it, you flip up a G guard. Um, if you do, your opponent chooses one of his or her rear guards, retires it, binds it face up, comma not period. And if the number of your rear guards is less than your opponent's by two or more, your opponent chooses one of his or her rearguards and retires it. So this happens all at once. Which means if your opponent has a full field and you have anything less than four, they're getting rid of two cards. Um, which can be pretty devastating, depending on what the, what the board is. Um, oftentimes what I've done to play against this is I will throw down like a decoy, because there's no way to get around it. So you have to go, okay, I have to just pay the piper. I'll throw down a draw trigger or something and let that get bound. And then um, my favorite thing is uh, when playing against this with Great Nature is I'll have Ari Belly, the one that can't be retired by card effects. So you go, okay, bind the draw trigger, and then I pick Ari Belly. Okay, let's keep moving.
1: <laughs> um, feels good, man. But So, mm-hmm. to, clar- to clarify, you're saying that if I retire something with the first part of the skill and... You kind of lost me, because I always thought you would, it's a separate resolution for each one.
0: Oh, no. Because it's a comma and not a period, it's all in the same sentence. So, or at, le- at least this is what my roommate told me. He could be a dirty freaking liar. But, sorry, Mike. Um, the, <laughs> so, w- what he's saying is, at the time of Impede being played, you look at both players' fields. And if you have two or more than, your, than the Narakami player at the time of Impede hitting the guard circle... You get rid of two, but if you have one or less, or you have less than an artomy player, you only get rid of one. So hmm. it, it doesn't count after the buying the bound card. It counts at, like when impede you know hits the field.
1: I have to double check that. I always thought it if was I'm not mistaken. I always thought so. You retire and bind one, and then after that, if you check again. To see if you have to retire the second one if you have the two or more condition met.
0: Hmm. I'm with sure if I thought it was a ladder. Hmm. I'm okay. I'm not sure anymore because uh,
1: that's okay. the way I understood it from um, the outset of it. Because I felt like it'd be worded yeah. differently if that was the intent. That's true. Hmm. I don't
0: know. Mike Mike seemed so confident when he was playing it. <laughs> so I, I, doesn't ev- doesn't everybody though that's true but i mean he didn't have the actual card there and, and i it's like it's his responsibility and we were playing in our living room so it's not like it's like a thing i should care too much about until i go to a tournament
2: i think one issue with the Narcomi support though and like i why i don't think it's like better than like say spikes or something is like the g guard is like the, really the big part of their support like, Closer Dragon, while being, like, pretty good and in some matchups, like, taking away a lot of their options, like, against, like, Luard or uh, Grand Blue. or Grand Blue, like, you just take away so many options all at one time. Um, like, it can just not end a game, also.
0: That's true. Well, yeah. I- I- if you don't, if you don't trigger check and your opponent's not, at f- or if you don't get any good triggers and your opponent's not at five, like, what do they care? Like, yeah. oh, no, I'll use a PG on one, take the other two. Okay, I'm at five, let's go. Um... I mean, it's also like 2k per bound card. Like,
2: it's mostly just going to bind your opponent stuff. Yeah. Like, if you don't have like enough cards for boosters, which Narakami doesn't have a lot of ways to like gain cards. Yeah. Uh, like you can just have like a really small number of cards in your hand and still just die on the backswing.
0: Maybe. Um, I don't know. Mike has been getting very lucky lately where he always like he'll get nothing on drive checks and then on the closer turn he'll get like a triple crit or something. Pretty good. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Seems good.
0: Yeah. The, um, yeah, impede like was the big part of it because you also have a thing with uh, Vanquisher's GB two, where uh, Vanquisher's GB two is every time something gets retired, he gets three k in a crit, and then Chain Bolt Dragoon is when something uh, once you when something gets retired, you uh, make your opponent binds something from dropping and you're, you can get pick a unit give it two k. So if you have like two Chain Bolt Dragoons, you now have a twenty one k base uh, Vanquisher because mm-hmm. Vanquisher goes off twice and the two uh, Dragoons go off once. Um, which is nothing to sneeze at, but again, it, like, that is the big part of it, but also Narutami didn't really have any good G guards before this, so what else really did, what are you going to complain about,
1: really? <laughs> and it's nice that, uh, the existence of closer and MP, mostly MP kind of propped up a second deck with the sweep command deck coming back into the forefront of things.
0: Yeah, which,
1: um,
0: how did that, how did that work again?
1: What do you mean, like the how the sequence of it goes? I guess so, yeah. So when when the P happens and your opponent retires, you can. eh, How I. So. So, Yeah, go ahead. I'm blanking a second.
2: Sweet command triggers whenever one of your opponent's units is retired by one of your effects. There, like counter blast two,
1: soul Soul blast two. two.
2: Yeah, and then you it gains five k. You draw a card and choose a front row rear guard of your opponent and retire it? hmm Or do you have to actually
0: retire something?
1: Are you um I believe I can't I have to look it up, but I think you get I think you can still draw it, but you don't know, have to retire something.
0: Gentlemen, yeah. we have technology. Oh, I'm working on it right now, don't
2: <laughs> worry. <laughs> um I was trying to stall long enough. Oh, okay. Uh yeah, so you draw a card, choose one of your rear guards, in front row, retire it, and then this gets five K. Yeah. And yeah,
1: so in, Basically if, you wipe if you're out four of your opponent's units in one go, mm-hmm.
2: because um, if you have like, like four counterblast and four soul or something and your opponent has to retire both to impede, this go, this happens, goes in standby twice. Oh, wow. Because it's retire and bind for the first card hit, and retire and bind for, or retired for the second card hit. Right. Yeah. So it's yep. double retire. So you have double sweep command in standby. Oh, Meaning nice. you could do this twice and have a 21K Vanguard immediately. But it is four counter blasts, which is quite a
1: bit. But it's a huge tempo swing if you time it right. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean if you if you have that stand trigger sitting there, that's pretty cool. Because then you can like put it back and unflip and draw cards
1: also. And that's what the that's where the help of the four, the starter comes in, first thunder. Because if you land the the first thunder plus the sweep command ride, that's the two extra soul you need to do it twice. Yeah. That's nice. And, and you can use even though I heard it's not the greatest, but it has applications. You can use first thunder with the G guard to pretty much pseudo perfect guard the attack oh, that's because, of the, because of the rule interaction.
0: Yeah. Wow, that's pretty neat.
1: Disgusting. That's yeah. the right word you're looking for.
0: Yeah. <laughs> fine, fine. Disgusting. <laughs> um, and
2: like one of the things that people are going to do, obviously, is they're going like if to, in order to lose the least amount of units, you just retire both your front rows, right? Yeah. But the issue is that if you do that, you then that. you have no front row rear guards, right? So yeah. it's yeah. like this is fine.
1: Yeah. And they still have all the, the counter blasts ready for the follow up attack. Mm hmm
0: Um, I have a question. If uh if you're on like a ten maturn and they do that, can you still do your shadow stitch? Yes. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Empty circle. Sweet, call.
1: Did I did <laughs> I hit? <laughs>
0: <laughs> did I hit? No. Well it's coming for your face. Um <laughs> Let's see, so the the number three is unfading ship immortal galleon, the boats I, the boat. I right. the boat, so this card is like, you know what
2: really you know hinders gash from being gash what needing soul,
0: mm.
2: how about we just make exactly gash with no soul requirement It's <laughs> literally so, what this card is <laughs> it's
1: kinda of like how gears have. Beyond Dragon be next stage number four or five or six or whatever. Uh-huh. We got, Gash, we got Gash number five here with uh, or Gash number three because he's a Persona flip, I believe. Right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Gash number three with a uh, boat here, so it's all good. So
0: <laughs> when he's placed on Van, choose up to five cards from your drop. Call them separate R. And they get plus ten K, and they at the end of the turn retire the units, called with a spec. So everybody hollow now. Yay! Like <laughs> yep. basically, and I. Uh, yeah, and you can still do your normal grand blue shenanigans stuff. Just everything that has plus ten k on it to begin
1: with. Let's be thankful this isn't red text, please.
0: Oh no, <laughs> dude, Demigod Demi- is bad them- enough. Like, <laughs> let's never do that. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, and, and then uh, wait here. Uh, what's so the g guard we just mentioned? The one where it's slimy flare for your drop zone, which
1: Reg- Negro Nola. That's yeah. hard to say. Yeah, say that three times fast.
0: Um, <laughs> so that's pretty good. Uh, well, especially because I mentioned earlier with uh, Chappie where you can just toolbox your drop zone more. God, um, we're scroll past so, it Sorry.
2: I think it, like, the Chappie thing is just like a tiebreaker to run Chappie. Because yeah. Chappie, like, before the new era like before like the G era grand blue stuff has, has always been a pretty much almost a staple card in Grand blue that's true just because he always sets up whatever you need at every at any moment and yeah. so people already kind of want to run this card anyway because you know it's the perfect selection basically it's mm-hmm. a 10k shield that puts whatever you want your drop and so this G guard all it what it really did was say okay well here's a tiebreaker for you to run chappie over whatever saying like you need more random 10k shields in your drop well this one is a 10k shield you can call and do something later Yeah, but it also still acts like a negra bone or negra lazy or king serpent or whatever you need prior to that
0: yeah um and then the the heel that goes with it so uh they recycled a lot of the abilities on the heels uh for this set and one, the one that i use the most is choose a grade one or less card from your hand and discard it when this is discarded for a hand from your hand for pay, you know getting Nedra Nora Nola from your G zone, you would pay the cost if you do draw a card. So normally it's like okay, whatever. I can discard a draw a trigger, but with Bernard, you can literally discard things that you want in drop zone. Like oh look, get rid of Nedra Bone, draw a
1: card. Cool. You're very chappy.
0: <laughs> Just yeah.
1: Just for bringing what? <laughs> full
0: circle. <laughs> yeah. And he's and he's got bananas, which is cool. But bananas. the
2: art also has a skeleton slipping on a banana in the background.
0: Yeah, that, that is that is comedy gold, my friends.
1: <laughs> I do appreciate that bushy. Minus the fact that they reuse that same one over and over, they tried to stick to clan mechanics or nation mechanics for some of these, like the for Linus going into the soul and you G guard into his bigger self. Yeah, I mean they. It, it, they did it for a lot of um, Dark Zone.
0: Yeah, they they, yeah. Did, they did it for any clan that has to do with the soul. So Pale Moon, D.I.'s, Genesis, all got that.
1: Yeah, um, and I'm thankful for that. <laughs> yeah,
0: Me too. Why fe- did
2: they give... What? Why did they give Angel Feather on Flipping Ones? That's a
0: good question. <laughs> I don't know.
1: We'll have to contact Bushy on that one. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, well. Anyway, so those those are the top three. But for the last two, uh, the, so in the running we have Link Joker, Dimension Police, Great Nature. Was there anything else or
1: kind of? Well, Nubatama just based off the GBA, but I don't know if that's enough to put it in the conversation. Yeah,
0: I mean you got you, you got to look at it on the whole because their G Dart is so yeah. piss poor that it's like, uh,
1: yeah. Um <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't include that then. Yeah. <laughs> um Yeah. So I'd say it'd be fair to put number four with um either Lane Joker or Dimension Police. Agreed. I like that'd be a nice way to round it out with four and five would be one either of those two in the four and five slot.
2: Yeah. yeah. Um so for Dimension Police or G R, is this dimensional robo overall command, ultimate die king?
0: So He's many ridiculous.
2: The names yeah. are ridiculous. <laughs> and uh, when he attacks, he gets 10k and a crit for each of your rear guards. So if you have a full field, he's casual, 76k, six criticals. Jingles. Six good.
1: Yeah.
0: Crit-
2: and then at the end of the battle, if his power is 80k or greater, all of your rear guards get plus 10,000 for each of this unit's criticals.
1: Oh.
2: So with any booster, actually any booster, I don't think there are any 3k cards in this game. Actually, there are some triggers, but I don't think Dimension Police has any. Uh, Stalwart. He's he will hit eighty k at the end of the battle. Yeah, and then he will give sixty k to all of your rearguards if you have a full field. It's
0: pretty fair. It's hard, hard, hard to hard to die. Hard to not die. Ca-
2: casual like hundred and thirty columns. Yeah. <laughs> so like, and that's like at worst, right? Like yeah. So what's cool about this card isn't that. His D, he, so in D Robo, he's he's fine. He's you know, he's a GB8. He does GB8 things. But in Gallop, the uh, the bravest rush Grand Gallop has a GB2 skill that when your Vanguard attacks it's power sixty thousand or greater, he gains a critical in 4K. Mm-hmm. This is a rear guard skill.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So ah. if you attack with this with the double bravest rush Grand Gallops, so you now have like these hundred and forty odd K columns with criticals. So it's build-your-own DIMAX. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Except, like, twice as
0: big. That's crazy. But, like, part of my problem with a lot of these GB8s is, like, they assume that the game is going to drag out that long. And, like, so, the, for example, the Tachikaze one, I really do like the Tachikaze one. Um, God, where is it? Volca Turrano. Volca Tirano. Um Holy shit, my brain. There it is. Um, <laughs> so, Destruction Tyrant, Volca I'm de This definitely isn't in the top five, but I put it in top ten, maybe. If if we, you know, care. I don't think it is. Okay, so he's got Engorge, and then when your rearguard is retired, choose up to one of your opponent's rearguards. Or, yeah, choose up to one of your opponent's rearguards. Retire it, choose one of your rearguards, and that unit in this unit get plus 10k until end of turn. So this also counts if you, like, call over stuff. Um, so in my head, I was thinking if, like, somehow... I was... The, the thing I would probably see this happening most to would be Link Joker, where you... Because you can't dogma without a full field. So... Your plan is just to drag the game out long enough to get this thing on the field, and then you would just call tank mammoths over each other over and over. And then you would put all the p- power on like a sarco blaze. So now your sarco blaze is hitting for like 39k with no grade zeros. I don't know. <laughs> Am I insane? That's... I'm a little insane. Probably.
1: <clears throat> you can give the power to the tank mammoth.
0: Also true. Um, but <laughs> like, you have provide... a front row to attack with, yeah. I mean, mostly what you'd be doing is just putting, recalling the tank mammoth in the back row, and just using your one front row for. Uh... If you
2: have a front row, so I'm saying.
0: <sighs> Fine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The, the, their G guard's pretty decent, where it gets like I think five K for each open circle, which that's pretty doable. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, the the G guard is your typical drop a grade one or less draw, which again I run I run five draw triggers in mine, so I'm I'm okay with that. Um, yeah, five thousand for each of your open circles. Not <clears throat>
1: bad.
0: It. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty decent. Um, and then I was gonna try and get Great Nature in the running for the top five, but honestly, I think you made a better case for Dai King than I ever could for uh, um. Holy shit, what is wrong with me today? For Im- Immortality, <laughs> Professor Saha Saravira, which is uh, a-
2: I do. I I don't know these like southwestern Asian like yeah, no. uh.
0: <laughs> the yeah. mythology
2: stuff yeah it's so hard
0: okay so this is a giant ass eagle with a book and there's a bunch of stays in the background what more could what more could you ask for um so it still is uh, act choose two cards from your hand discard them choose up to five of your rear guards until the end of the turn they get plus 10k and uh auto at the end of your turn retire this unit and if the number of cards in your hand is one or less this unit gets plus 40k in a crit so the first time i saw this i was like well ew my hand's gonna be gigantic and then I saw there was no once per turn flies, and I was like, oh. So, <laughs> typically, like, I pulled this off against my roommate where uh, I gave plus 60, or no, plus uh, 6 cards in. So, plus 30k to each of my rear guards, and then he gets 40k in a crit. And then, yeah. Crayon <laughs> the Tiger? Yeah, you have Crayon Tiger on the field, and you're like, shit, dude. It's. Um, it's if only wacky. there's a way to
2: draw more cards after discarding so that you could do it again, and he gains another critical?
0: There is actually a way to do it. Um, in his little tip section, it says... Hang on. Uh, oh. One way for this unit to get plus power 80k plus critical 2 is to call a taping cat on top of a successful unit while you have Magnifier Chow Chow on the field, allowing you to draw two cards just enough to pay for the cost of this unit. <clears throat> Yeah. That's funny. Yes, it is.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, and then the G-Guard is also pretty pretty good. So it's uh, when you G-Guard with it, you counterblast flip, and then uh, everything else you guarded with, aside from the G-Guard, when it p- goes to drop zone, you draw a card to replace it. So my my favorite thing to do is use it against something where I have a f- bunch of 5Ks. So you're like, fuck it, everybody at the wall. And then you draw five <laughs> cards afterward. And I'm like, okay, I can last the rest of this turn and do other things next turn. Alright, uh, now hold
2: on. Hold on a second.
0: Yeah,
2: Why is it that you get a G-Guard that's counter-blast 1 whenever you guard draw a card and Murkumo gets counterblast blast 1 10k shield whenever you guard with something put at bottom of deck?
0: Oh, no, These it, don't
2: it, seem very fair.
0: Well, hang on. Well, <laughs> Matt, it's only for that battle. So everything that showed up on the guard circle oh, with, uh, with a, a daughter so, so what you're saying oh, is
1: see. given that the Vanguard skill justifies the mediocrity. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, okay. No, with yours, it's for the rest of the <laughs> turn, right? It's
1: a Yeah, it doesn't make it good.
0: Well, I, I'm I'm just saying like it, it's something, I guess. All
2: right, so let me ask you a question, Alice. What? When is when do you mostly use your G guards?
0: Uh, when I'm in trouble, I I don't know. No,
2: like at like at which battle? Like the first battle, the last battle?
0: Uh, usually in the middle. Usually it's on Vanguard where you G guard and throw something else, or like third battle,
2: or like the last one, right? Yeah. Whatever the gigantic one might be, yeah. All right, now now the Murakumo G guard incentivizes to guard early with it, right? Yeah. See the problem?
0: Yes, I do see the problem. (laughs) Um. So that's actually a pretty good segue to who bottom five. Uh, What's
1: um? Who lost? Not through fully, so (laughs) we're gonna wing it.
0: (laughs) Okay, Uh, I'm I'm pretty sure Murakumo is a contender for the top Mm -hmm. bottom, whatever the word is.
2: The, the worst five, for sure. Yeah. The TBA 8 <laughs> is just like... So you, you shuffle two cards from your drop zone back to your deck. Hopefully you're able to shuffle triggers, but you know this might not happen.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, I've seen this card get zero drive checks, or zero triggers on seven drive checks, by the way. So um, well, so you call... Um, you, you search your deck for two cards with the same name as this unit. So two, whatever your heart is, you call two of that. Yeah. And then uh, they get a Shadow Stitch skill at the end of the battle that your Vanguard attacked and did not hit. You may move this unit in stand to your vanguard circle. So now here, there's some, there's some uh, regional issues here of Bushiroads, Southeast Asia not properly wording the card. The Japanese card says that it needs to be standing, but the English card implies that it might stand the unit. So I'm going to go with the Japanese one okay, and say yeah. that uh, that I'll it needs to that. be standing. And uh, so you can't even attack with the rearguards you call with this first.
0: That's annoying.
2: It's just like, yeah, just attack with their vanguard three times and do actual nothing. Okay,
0: what if you run twelve stand triggers? Right, roll with <laughs> me. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> tilted, tilted. <laughs> <Too> tilted. <laughs> okay. Or even even worse is if you're at four, or if your opponent's at four with the twelve stand deck, and you let it hit, and they don't die, and yeah. just went to GBA for nothing. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: Yep. <laughs> it's like, oh, I hit. I can't do anything more. Go ahead.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> then pass. Uh, let's see the G the G guard. what um, you already mentioned where it wants you to do it early. But like, you're, why? Why would you do it early?
2: Yeah, it gives a skill to your Vanguard, which is cool because like any cards you guard with go back to your deck, so you can guard with triggers and put triggers back in your deck while not taking damage. Yeah, that's kind of neat, right? But like Murkumo desperately needs a high shield G guard that's not GB one. Yeah. And like this is just does not satisfy that. I mean it is a fine card, but I feel like the counterblast cost is just excessive. Mm-hmm. Like and people make the argument that like, oh, but counterblast is like not a problem in Marcum, but well, that's not the point. The point is like this is this cost is just on a card for no reason. Yeah. Um let's see, and then what does your heal trigger do? Uh shuffle and normally in the back. Shuffle and normally back.
0: I mean that's so not... it's the standard uh yeah, the heel's fine. Yeah, the heel's pretty good. Um, let's see. Uh, another contender I would give is uh, chief deity of the heavens, Amaterasu.
1: I was um, going to just mention everything that's not royals in United Sanctuary is right up there for being kind of bad. Um, oh, Angel Feather is abysmal. Let's see. I I, Pound, I think Gold Pound's pretty decent.
0: Yeah, it's all right. Um, I, I haven't seen Richard do anything with it yet. I mostly because I haven't seen him since the Fighters collection came out but I'll see
1: what he does. Yeah, amaterasu is very lacking. Yeah,
0: the Kagura one is almost good, I think. The uh,
1: problem is, it's a, as Matt has said in chat, it's a GB3 skill on a GB8 body. Yeah. Yeah,
2: we're talking about Amaturas now, right? Yeah. 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 It's just, Oracle Think Tank is a clan desperately in need of some kind of GB2, GB3 finisher. Yeah. And Bushiro just refuses to give it to them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I don't know why. It's like they're still skittish about Silent Tom being good.
0: Yeah. And yet, like Laurel, they're like, eh, sure, whatever. <laughs>
1: hey, here's Die King. It's fine.
0: Okay, so GB8, Counter Blast 1, look at five cards from the top of your deck. Put up to three from, um, from among them in your hand. And put each of the rest on the top or bottom. Until the end of the turn, this unit gets uh, red text oracle. When your drive check reveals a trigger unit, all the units in your front row get plus 5k until end of turn. So, uh, Rootbeer was playing against me with this, and what I didn't realize was it basically doubles your trigger effects.
2: Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: So, I severely underestimated this card, but at the same time, like it still all depends on the top five cards of your deck. Like, What if it's all normal units? What are you going to do with that? You're like... Well shit. <laughs> you know. Put three in hand, so, put the rest on bottom, hope for the best. Like
1: the reason why it's hard to get behind Amaterasu is you look at her and what she does and it's nice to basically draw three cards and stack your deck for but for up to plus fifteen across the board. Then you look at something like Closer Dragon to where if you play the game out as intended, you can boost your entire front row by Almost doubled that. That's even for part row. It's kill. your
0: whole field. Every unit you have gets plus 2k for every bound card. Right. Yeah.
1: So that's why it's kind of hard to get behind Amaterasu's GB8 skill being GB8 worthy.
0: Yeah.
2: It's GB8 worthy under the assumption that you get three triggers. Yeah. Mm. And it's not even like it. You can, like, it it, obviously, it, it, obviously, yeah. if you see three triggers, you can guarantee it. Yeah, because you can just only take two cards instead. Yeah, true. But like, if you don't see three triggers, you're like, "Well, you're this fucked. card is like, ugh."
0: Yeah, <laughs> at, at, like the, the there, there was a I, I think after they revealed this, someone put up a meme on like Vanguardians or Vandods or something where it was the the Watcher guy from the anime and it just said Amaterasu, my role is to do nothing.
1: Oh. <laughs> 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 uh like every other CEO. Well, yeah. every CEO of like a big, super bigger than needs to be company where they just, they're a figurehead and don't do much of anything. Yeah. I'm trying to it. She's a figurehead for OTT's mediocrity right now. Yeah.
2: All right. But can we talk about the terrible G-Guard for OTT also? Sure. Sure. Let's talk Lesungia, about figurehead, uh, figurehead. Magus, Apex. I don't know I understand these names. They're just like digging up random <laughs> words. Uh <laughs> So, GB1, counterblast 1, counter one G, uh, flip a G-Guardian. You look at the top two cards of your deck, put one into your hand, and put the other on bottom. That's it. No shield, no nothing. That's stupid. Just, <laughs> just, just <laughs> counterblast 1, pseudo-draw a card.
0: That's it. <laughs> you know what's even worse? Is that the the, the, the the lozenge Magus heal trigger that they made for this, they're like, oh, you're totally going to use it. Because and then we're like, but but you have a better lozenge magus you can use. It's called Lozenge Magus. <laughs> you know what's original. worse? What?
1: What's worse is that Bushy Road designed this with the idea that you're gonna draw into a ten K shield to use and it still only becomes a twenty five K shield when you mm-hmm. have stuff like um plot dragon, which is a ten K plus shield just for existing pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> plot maker is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, this is this is really yeah. It's pretty nice. Really... <laughs> so, so... I'm trying to be nice about it. I'm trying to be nice about it. Give it some benefit of the doubt, but it's kind of it's tough.
0: This is Nexus at night. We're not nice here. I think. Um, <laughs>
2: I mean, if the Kami episodes show us for, show for
0: <laughs> we're never going to live that down, are we? It's just going to be forever burned into our consciousness. Um I definitely
1: hope not. Yeah. It's funny how kami related things are. Link to uh, your channel for good or for bad.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I mean is are mascot, so. Um, yeah, all right. Uh, let, let's see. Someone mentioned the Angel Feather one, which is uh, yeah. Matt, yeah. You, all the
2: Angel Feather stuff is awful.
0: Y- you want to do the honors then?
2: Sure. So the GB8 is a Black Seraph Belater Term. I, I don't know. What, I don't know what these names are anymore.
1: Belater Terminal
2: yeah like what What does that mean
1: i can look it up now let's go all
2: uh, right yeah let me know what this means <laughs> oh my gosh where are you they finding
1: these definition. words you don't even have a definition i typed it up later it linked me to something about bellator mma not bad
2: this is not even it's, it's some archery thing
0: bro. okay some, so
2: like Archery brand. Anyway, okay. so GB8, when it attacks a Vanguard, your front row gets 2k for each card in your damage zone until of turn. So that's generally less than whatever Broken Heart's going to give. Mm-hmm. Then you choose five cards in your damage zone, heal them, and then choose one of your Vanguards, and perfor- for each damage healed with this effect, deal one damage. So, you're probably going to deck out with this card.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Especially after all those turns of Rescue Checks.
2: Yeah, rescue checks just eat through your deck so fast. And this card's here, like, it's, like, pseudo eight drive checks, right? But, like,
1: at what cost? Mm-hmm. And it doesn't even have the, the general air of goodness like Beyond Order has for such a cost like that.
0: What do you yeah.
1: Mean, air of goodness. Yeah, it hasn't had an air of goodness about it until you thought deeper about it. Here you just read it and it's like, mm, no, this is awful right off the top.
0: Oh, it doesn't even seem good. Yeah. Right. Okay. I
2: it. mean, if you can get to a position where you have like 10 cards in your deck and like you like you, you might be able to try to stride this for like, you know, final, final turn, literally.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But uh, I just don't think like the, the flip G guard for Angel Feather is also really bad. So, like, there's not a lot of incentive to, like, rush to GB8. Yeah.
0: Which is, and uh, It's a soul blast flip up a G-darting when, when you dart with it. This gets plus 5k at the end of the, until the end of the battle for each face-up card in your damage zone. Why couldn't you just say every card in your damage zone? Why, right, you you know didn't have much, to say face-up.
2: You know how much soul Gavrel gains? None. The, the, the crit is all they yeah. have. Mm-hmm. So, it's, it's, like, not even a thing.
1: Uh, so the, the, um, the forerunner doesn't go into soul.
2: Um. Oh, it might. It might. It, it, yeah. One of them does. The candle does for sure. So that's two. two. That's that's two. That's enough to use it twice. It's four. Yeah, but Fair. then you also, if you play like the glimmerblitz, it's like pretty good with rescue stuff too. So yeah, that's true. There's like some. There's, there's some fighting for soul there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> what a
0: shame.
2: Yep. And, like, who wants to call crits to shove them in soul at this, at this day and age? Yeah.
1: Just start with them. <laughs> Spites. And, Spites. Yeah.
2: <laughs> attack with lyre <liar> lips.
1: <laughs> exactly.
2: Yes, yeah, so. I don't know, I, I think, like, the GB8 is, like, good, presuming that you have enough cards in your deck for eight drive checks or whatever. But, uh, Unlikely. Because this is probably after both Gavaral strides,
0: right? So that's a lot of rescuing. That's true.
1: Um, Let's see. So that's three. What else we got? Now, I don't know if this would be necessarily bottom five, but would the combo of the Dark Irregular stuff make it, or the Pale Moon stuff?
0: Okay. I can can cover you on this one. So with Dark Irregulars, the G-Guard and the Heal Trigger are fine. They're perfect. Um, where the heal trigger is the if you get that particular G Dardian, it goes into your soul. Awesome. And then the, um, the GB8 is uh, for every 13 cards in your soul, which, haha, ha, 13, bad luck. Uh, all the units in your front row get plus 13k and a crit for, for every 13 cards. So, like, this is such an odd number, and I mean that both in nature and the fact that it's literally an odd number. Um, that typically, a, like, you know, a soul is going to have anywhere between, like, 15 and, like, at best, 21. So you're probably just going to get the the 13 in a crate. You're not really going to go above that unless, like, something went horribly wrong or right. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it it just doesn't do enough when you have Sharhot, Gilderai. Like, what do you need this for? Um... So, yeah, the, the G Guard and the Heal are fine. The GB8 is terrible. So, uh, I think that puts it into a similar league as New Batana, where it's the other way around, where GB8's great and the um, G Guard is a piece of shit. <laughs> uh, Pale Moon's. Uh, Pale Moon actually did pretty well here. So, uh, Pale Moon's GB8 Scream Dragon Master Droll Kimberly is. Uh, when she attacks a Vanguard, choose up to five cards from your soul, call them separate R. Until the end of the turn, they get plus 5k and become a dr- uh, Abyss Dragons, which I guess because she's a Dragon Master, gotta make it like that. Until the end of the battle, this also gets this gets plus 10k for each Abyss Dragon on your rearguard circle. Um, so this works out pretty good, because like, Pale Moon always kind of needed uh, like more battle phase attacking, um, and she's completely free. So, yeah. There is a way to make Pale Moon so you can sustain long enough to get to her. So I think she's fine. Um, the, the heal trigger is also the put it into soul, which is great, especially because the G-guard that goes with it, Kinesis, trick, uh, Kinesis Mega Trick, Cult Hard, um, is as soon as the freaking thing loads. Uh, so you flip a G-guard, and when you guard with it, if there are four or more different grades in your soul, you may pay the cost. If you do, this gets plus 15k shield until the end of that battle. So with the way Pale Moon works, you pretty much just got there. Like, um, zero, one, two, 3, and then all you needed to do is get a different three in there, and you're good. Which is very easy to do.
1: So yeah. Seems. So not not quite contenders for bottom five now.
0: Um, I might put Di's in there, but Pale Moon definitely does not deserve it.
1: Now does the do you think the Pale Moon GBA? Opens the door for like a like future proofing for Abyss Dragon stuff,
0: probably. Um, uh, it, it depends on if they if like Bushiro goes in a direction where Pillmoon would work more on sustaining, where like it would be more about drawing cards and just shitting out fields and trying not to die to lead up to this GB8, then yeah, it might, um, be a thing. But because Timber makes everything in Abyss Dragon, it doesn't matter. It's not like, oh, if it was an Abyss Dragon before, it becomes a double Abyss Dragon and she gets another 10k. Like, that's not going to happen.
1: It, it kind of, it depends on if they have stuff that gets support if it's attacking as an Abyss Dragon or boosting an Abyss Dragon. Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe, yeah. That would be pretty cool. I, I don't think it would be future-proofing, but it opens the door for, like, more, you know, uh, of, uh, like, Zodiac Time Beast type thing. Where it's, like, based on the uh, the species or whatever you call it, race. I think
1: the race. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, I, I might put Aquaforce in there if the G guard wasn't terrible because the GB eight is kind of shit right now. Um,
1: <laughs> Oh,
0: I know. Why, why didn't I see this before? Oh my, Th- this is, uh, definitely something we missed suppression, mutant deity, Tyrantis. Oh man, guys. So meta Colony's GB eight is, uh, all of your, Opponents' vanguards and rearguards lose their auto abilities and cannot intercept.
1: All of I'm the... not gonna lie. When you mentioned Tyrantus, I went to uh, uh, Tajikaze because <laughs> I blanked on the name. Because well, Tyrantus sounds like a dinosaur.
0: I mean, I, okay, if it was Tyrannus, yeah, but the Tiss makes it like, sound like Mantis. I don't know. Um, That's fair. So all the vanguards rearguards lose auto abilities and can't intercept. All your units get pl- uh, plus five K for each of your opponent's rested vanguards and rear guards. So, this would be cool if a lot of decks didn't leave like a lot of things just kind of have like what two to three rear guards at best left over by the end yeah. of the turn. So, okay, great, plus fifteen in my field, I guess. Like, mega colony, yes, they they might be able to grind you out to that point, but like, who cares? <sighs>
2: I think the shadow palette stuff is pretty bad. Ah,
0: uh, I I like the GB eight.
2: Um, I mean, the GB eight is like you retire five, and you have to retire grade one or less to call additional ones, right? I think so. You have plus fifteen for each unit called uh, retire, kind of plus one. So my issue, so the G, I think the G guard is just it's uh, what's that guy that people didn't play before?
1: Um, Ludvik. Yeah, Ludwig. L- Ludwig.
2: Yeah, it's it's Ludwig 2, and the 2 means you just called two things.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ludwig 2 and Electric Boogaloo. What?
1: But the GB8
2: is, like, I think, fairly medium,
0: mm-hmm.
2: where, like, the G-Guard is just really bad. Yeah. Like... I think, uh, but I do think that this fighters collection, this particular fighters collection was a way to fight was a way to target Luard really? so one thing that Bushirod has done for, in this game for a very long time is trying to make games shorter Yeah, like they really hate it when games drag out for some reason
1: mm-hmm.
2: so they always come up with ways like why games should take less amounts of time and so GBHs are just like, well this will kill your opponent probably <laughs> There's a bunch of them.
0: So they didn't make it shorter. They just put like they they put a a wall. They put like an ending point. Yeah, it's like your game should end here. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and so I find it really funny when people live through GBAs because it's just kind of like Bushy's plan failing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> because the dichotomy between what's a game ender and what isn't is so large. Like you on one end you have the hell hard eights, the die kings, and on the opposite end you have Tyrantus and all the other stuff. Yeah, but it's it, like it seems such like a they big
0: it, it seems like they just made more of a discrepancy though. In between these two. Like if, if they really wanted to like close the gap, they would have the you know, have your die kings and all that stuff be in the like your OTTs, your Murakumas, your metatolonies. But instead they it's just like more suckage.
1: Mm-hmm. It's like they wanted to stick to what the clan does, but they didn't know exactly how to balance it across the board yeah so that's why you got stuff like amaterasu which is good if the cost wasn't so late in the game yeah. but they didn't buff it up proportionate to what it was where where it would be right yeah
2: um and yeah in the show when they said that um what's its name will be Beyond Order beyond order would be Generation Break 8. I thought that would be the only one that would be Generation Break 8. And the others would be like GB6. Same. And then,
1: <laughs> and then that was definitely not the case. <laughs> like the second, right when the second one came out, I was like, oh, they're all going to be GBA. 8 I was like, well, yep. sorry, sorry for Spikes because yeah. I, I didn't even think about the whole Mecha Trainer deal until I saw the list come up. I was like, well, we're never going to reach that point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, like there
2: are clans that still won't reach that point. Like even with the new G guards, like
1: yeah, because you have stuff that's better earlier. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I don't see
2: Neo Nectar ever getting to the point where they need a GB8. Yeah, it depends.
1: Uh, one of my friends plays it, and he actually got there, but that's because he was going to get his Lincoln Joker. So yeah. it's oh. match matchup dependent.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean the like okay, so in Great Nature, this is what I typically end up doing. So I'll find first stride. That's two. Mana for a second stride, four. G-Guard, one, six. And then you either have to stride again and go for the Eagle fourth stride, or you need another G-Guard. Yeah, you're, trying me,
1: you're trying to tell me you're not going to draw enough in great nature to have two heals in your hand by your third stride? Um,
0: I know this is going to sound weird, but like since getting, ble- since getting the Eagle, I have been taking all four of my heals either as damage or drawing into them normally like before even getting to grade three. And it's it's really weird. <laughs> this The Eagle is, doesn't like
1: you. I, that's why that's why. I, got it.
0: I guess so no, I think it's the heel triggers that don't like me. The Eagle like the times I've gotten to the Eagle it's been very good to me. But <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um oh yeah I wanted to mention the Major Colony G Guard. This uh seven stars mutant deity relish lady. So uh when you when you guard flipper, um during the battle, your opponent's vanguard attacks, so it's just vanguard to vanguard. Again. Um, you may pay the cost. If you do, your opponent chooses two of his or her rearguards, and he or she may rest them. If he did not rest two cards, you draw a card, counter charge, soul charge. So, she doesn't get any shield, and this is vanguard to vanguard only, and typically people attack with their rear guards first nowadays, so it's like... Well, shit.
2: Well, here's the thing, too. Like, they're gonna have to guard the card, right? Yeah. Like, do I care about this counter-charge, soul-charge, or am I just... I don't, like, I'll just let them draw a card, and I don't actually
1: care. Yeah. It actually gives your opponent the option if they want to rest them or not.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's just, that's awful. <laughs> so,
2: one thing I think that's kind of subtle in card games, and the kind of thing that makes uh, cards, like, abilities like Shadow Stitch a little awkward, and cards like the new Batama G-Guard and this card awkward, is you're giving your opponent choices, right? Yeah. They have so much information about how this game is going, and you're giving them a choice about what your card does.
0: Yeah.
2: It's mm-hmm. just not good. There are uh, these cards in Magic called Punisher cards. Like, for example, of one is like counter-target spell unless your opponent pays five life. But, like, if that spell resolving is, like, really game-changing, they're just gonna pay the five life, and you're just gonna be
0: yeah.
2: down the card for not a good trade-off. Mm-hmm. And like the only way that this card is good is if your opponent's life total is in danger. But this card doesn't match a deck that would put their life total in danger.
0: Yeah. I right. I I think Yu-Gi-Oh had something like that. There was a counter trap called Magic Drain, where it's uh that you negate a spell card and the, and but your opponent can discard a card to negate it, and they're like, Well, I'm gonna win this turn, so fuck it. Discard. But...
2: <laughs> no, or I drew this dead card, cool to have a use for it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um Oh yeah, the, the new Gv8 was uh, flip. Your opponent, uh, when it guards, uh, if you you know pay the cost. If you do, your opponent chooses a card from his or her hand, and she he or she may discard it. If he or she did not discard it, this unit gets plus twenty k shield till the end of the battle. So, if you go well, I mean, they only have one other card in hands, so discard this draw trigger. <laughs> Done. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, or like, so if you're a, the real problem with this card is like, even like in a general game state where both players have like, you know, let's say enough cards in hand, if your opponent discards a card, you will have to commit four cards to this card.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Like, it like if 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 and the only way your opponent doesn't discard, so you gain the shield when this would be hitting anyway, or wouldn't be sorry when this would be successfully guarding anyway. Yeah. So you're like okay i won't discard you'll gain the 35k shield but it was like you know it was 25k to your 11
0: yeah <laughs> <sighs> um i think oh yeah sorry back to the pale moon thing for a second i think there, there are uh, a lot of clans got very solid stuff but it wasn't like ah uh, like fireworks or whatever and i think genesis lands in this camp too um where palace athena can you can actually get to her fairly easily with uh all the new Amaruda Ishtar stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I do think it's a very solid GB8 because you can get to it fairly quickly and it's got a pretty good effect, which is as soon as the fucking page loads. Uh, when it attacks, you soul blast any number of cards and if you're, and all of your rearguards get plus 2k for each card you soul blasted. If you blasted three or more, this gets plus 10k in a crit. So. Yeah, you can just empty out your soul and be like, Alright, plus you know, twenty K to my field. Cool. Like, it's nice. It's a good card.
2: Yeah, uh, the G card for Genesis is uh you choose three cards of uh up to the same of the same up to three cards of the same grade, yeah. at least two, and put them by your deck gates five K for each. Yeah. Uh, the problem with this is you're putting them at deck and not into soul like Iris. So Yeah.
0: I mean like if you're using it to get up to Palace Athena it's pretty good it's also i i think that was made for like anti deck out insurance with Amaruda because um you can't pull dreaming dragon out of your soul like you could with finrir so sure yeah so i think that's what that's for um i
2: still think running for dreaming dragon's real sketch but all right yeah
0: <laughs> i mean i think you've got to run it in Amaruda. you don't have to in uh in finrir though because you can pull that out of your ass whenever you need to sure um
1: I'm surprised uh, Palace Athena isn't an axe skill, like the um that one grade three that can get, like, a whole bunch of crits and power. I think it's a grade three. It was a promo from one of the tournaments way back when. Oh, the thing that damages you
2: if, you if you have too little soul or too much? Yeah. Oh, that thing's terrible.
1: Yeah. Like, if you put it on this, where you, if you soul blast it, like any number of soul, and then for every three you did something like a gain a critical or something like if mm-hmm. it scaled proportionate to if it scaled better to how many you soul blasted i was probably didn't go that route with it concerning yeah. the nature of what they wanted out of these gb8 cards yeah that'd be
2: really cool this one they like expect you to have no soul left it seems
1: yeah, yeah. maybe
0: um let's see the new batama gb8 also deserves an honorable mention because it's uh when your opponent's unit is placed on guard circle from hand, you may counterblast one or soulblast one. If you do, your opponent chooses two cards from his or her hand and discards them. Um, so we were talking about this before we actually started recording. And Proof made a very interesting observation that if your opponent perfect guards this, you still have to drop two beforehand. So if you have three or, or if you have three cards or less in hand, counting the perfect guard, you can't use your perfect guard. 'Cause you would have to mm. it would hit circle, you gotta drop two, and then you're like, Well shit, what am I supposed to do now?
1: Exactly. Um,
0: <laughs> it's very good, yes. Uh, very very fast way to burn through your opponent's hand. And then it turns out you're playing against uh, blaster engine, and then they go, Okay, Leanne, soul blast, perfect guard. Shit.
2: How are you a GB eight against blaster engine? What's going on?
0: That's a good question. I don't know. I was just You you
1: you check all four
0: of your heels. Oh, oh you
2: better. Yeah. And they're live.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Check all four of your heels. Um, let's see. What about? I, we haven't mentioned the Bermuda Triangle one because I honestly forgot what it did. Um, let's see, I assume bounces things and recalls things. That's a good, good guess. So GBA <laughs> drop a card. At the end of the battle, that this unit attacked a Vanguard, you may pay the cost. If you do, return all of your rear guards to your hand. Choose up to five cards from your hand. Call them, call them to separate. R oh, they get plus five k? Oh, weird. So that's pretty good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Another Olivia, basically. Yeah. Minus the crit.
0: Yeah. I mean that's where I, thought,
1: that's where I thought a lot of these were going in terms of being a bigger, more game-ending version of stuff that they already did or already had in their G-Zone. Yeah. Because the first one that came out was Beyond, or was it um the Shadow Paladin one? I think it was the first one that was officially revealed. Yeah. And it was like, okay, this is bigger whatever the Shadow Paladin one that calls harder. I don't think it's Drag Driver. I think it's a different one.
0: I think it is Drag Driver where you call... So... For every. Uh...
1: Uh, it must have been, but I recognized the skill and I was like, okay, so all the GBA cards are going to be bigger versions and game-binning versions of stuff they already have. And then that's when Hellheart 8 came out and kind of flipped the script on everything mm-hmm. because it kind of is harder or bigger, faster, harder, miracle ace, but it functioned differently enough to where it, you can't really compare the two. So that's where it kind of threw me off about what exactly Bushiro was going with all these.
0: Huh. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I wonder if this is gonna change the game on like a like a scale where strides are going to be designed more toward getting to these G B eights. I certainly hope not. Me neither. Or me too, whatever the correct word for that is.
2: The <laughs> big problem right now and where these G B eights aim is that they expect like games to be in stride most of the time. Yeah, Like, I think Bushirod wants the game to be ending, like, second or third stride, typically. And, like, that's why a lot of these GB8s, like, with two heel triggers, you can third stride them, basically.
1: Yeah. Um, It's it's weird what Bushirod was going for in terms of they want the games to be over in a certain point of time, so they make these big GB8s, but they want people to enjoy the process of the game, so they made these bigger G guards at the exact same time. So it's like they want to have their cake and eat it too.
2: <laughs> I think the real problem is like the GB – the generation break restriction like on rear guards is just very huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like there are cards that are – like the the old cards are just sometimes so good because they just don't have a generation break restriction, which means you they just immediately active at grade two. And right. at grade two, your opponent can't guard efficiently. Yeah. Like – if they have a heel trigger in their hand, there's a good chance they might have to drop it just because you know you're attacking a at grade two a lot.
0: You know what's funny is like I noticed with some uh, you know uh, with some rear guards they've been pu- putting GB two on them instead of just GB one as if that's going to do something. Like um, mm-hmm. what's it called? <laughs> not not Suzanda. Whatever the better version of that, Sever Temper. Um, yeah, is GB two? What Buddha deal? Boosh. Yes, but but anyway, so. Like he's GB two, but because every first stride, or at least every decent first stride, flips something, it's like, well, mm-hmm. well, shit, it just doesn't matter
1: anymore. Um, right. Like it's a natural progression. Flip. Yeah. Go ahead, man.
2: Uh, there's like still some clans that are like lacking like a nice first stride. Like Narakami still plays Zorus. yeah, who like doesn't flip anything, isn't an on hit. Like on hit first strides are just the worst.
0: Yeah, I mean, hopefully the, hopefully, GBT-12 gives them an OTT, like, a, a leg up in the world. Because, holy shit, do they need it. Um, yeah, like, I don't know. There, there's some things where, like, if you're comparing Zorus to, I don't know, fucking Metallica Phoenix, it's night and day.
2: Metallica Phoenix lifts something.
0: Yeah, that's
1: true. <laughs> that, do, that does something.
2: Yeah. Also is not an on-hit. That's what I'm like saying. Like, Huanglong is an on-hit. Or not even an on-hit. No, it's not.
0: It's end of battle. It's post-battle, yeah. <laughs> um, well, TD cards. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I use... Like, depending on my hand with Great Nature, I either first tried a funk, which is if I opened up good and I can, like, build a, present, a board presence, and I just want to draw cards. But if I opened up badly, I go into Hrimthurs because I can still draw cards without having to commit too much. Mm-hmm. Um, but there. But the point is, there's an option there, as opposed to... Narukami where you have Zorus, and you're like, well, shit. You know, Pale Moon's got a similar problem where there's not really any... Like, oh, cool, I can go into Prana and waste a card from my hands.
1: Like, <laughs> <laughs> Can't really, rec- can really recoup it like um, yeah. like Nectar can with Verano.
0: Best way I can recoup it is if I pull Egg Juggler out during that process. Um, mm-hmm. I, or like, uh, what was it, Demigog. Demigog is such a strong first stride for... Blade Wings, that, like, you can either kill or cripple your opponent just by virtue of Enigmatic Assassin. Yeah. Um, and then, with the similar thing with all the type, Time Leap shenanigans and Blaster Engine, if you go into, like, Religious Soul Saver or, uh, you know, Myriad Soul Saver or something.
2: Or, like, <laughs> Sanctuary Guard, you just tried Regali. Yeah,
0: exactly. Like... <laughs> so, I, I, I think uh, Bushiroad shouldn't be focusing so much on the back end as the front end of stride. I,
2: I, I think that's 100% correct. I think there sh- mm-hmm. they should be printing more cards at grade 2 like that work before stride for clans that don't have very strong engines with them. And I think that they need to make sure every clan has a first stride that does something.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason I think that grade 2s need to be paired with this is because once every clan has a strong first stride, it's going to be a huge battle to take first stride first. Like To make sure you get the first stride was- of the game. It's that? already
1: bigger than it already is now. Because yeah. it's already a huge uh
0: oh, yeah. battle but like, to
1: try and manipulate yourself in the first stride.
0: Yeah, but if you mm-hmm. if you have a stronger early game, it means that like you have something to do before striding. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So I think like you're Oh, go ahead.
2: And like pushing your opponent to like three, you know, four or five damage like before striding, it just makes your first stride like almost deadly.
1: Yeah.
0: Or actually deadly. <laughs> Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: something, a something big blaster thing, engine. I think a big thing that will get people away from stalling out is printing something other than sea Breeze because that's the entire crux of why the stall game is kind of herky jerky the way it is. Herky you're jerky. Not trying to hear... Yeah, good word.
0: <laughs> what does that mean, herky jerky?
1: I don't even know. Okay, I think, it's, uh, I think it's kind of just make it up as you go. Fine, it's kind of like uh, like. Jittery, I don't know. Haphazard? Was that what you're thinking of? No, I was thinking Herky-Jerky. Oh, my fucking God. (laughs) (laughs) And Seabreeze being two counter-blasts kind of puts the whole thing in motion to where you're trying not to give your opponent two counter-blasts so that you don't get hit with the Seabreeze. Because even if Seabreeze in and of itself, even though it's a heavy cost, can be painful depending on what deck you're playing. Because some... Some decks can go off even without the counter-blast necessary, like um, DIs, time-leap stuff. They can all do what they can do off of zero counter blast. But for, by and large, a lot of decks can't do much if you make them spend that two counter-blasts on Seabreeze. So you're pretty much playing the entire early game giving them just two counter so you can take the Seabreeze without much damage done to you and then hit them back with the big stride on the back end. Yeah. So if you... Print something other than Seabreeze. I don't know if it has to be a crate Elemental or just something for all clans across the board to where they can strive without having to counter-blast two to do so if your opponent does something. I don't know how they're going to balance it, but it's just an idea. It okay, would no. be better, and it would deter people from trying to grade stall in that fashion.
0: You know what's funny is when you said, print something for all clans, I'm like, you mean Seabreeze? Because it works <laughs> for all clans? <laughs> um, but... Um, works for. There's also
2: just like you know the passing at grade one, the rewriting grade two. Like you can do that for a long time. Mm Hmm. Like I've had, I've had games where I've just won off limit break abilities because like I just couldn't stride. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Um, I don't know. We're 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 at the beginning of an interesting time. I think.
1: Yeah, Um, I agree.
0: And here's hoping Bushiro doesn't fuck it up, which uh, I, I don't have, I don't have much faith in that statement, but
2: <laughs> I will know what you just said.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: I think, I think the next wave of interesting play is going to be riding, um, attacking with your Vanguard unboosted to not force a damage on your opponent. Mm-hmm. I, I've been doing that more lately and I've, not going to be surprised to see it become more of a thing in the future.
0: I've had times where I don't want to give my opponent two counter blasts for C-Bree, so if I get a crit, I'll put it on, like, my booster. So I'm like, mm-hmm. power to Vanguard so it hits crit on back row. Yep. You know, take that. Um, so it's... Go ahead. No, no. That was, I was done. Uh,
1: <laughs> I was yeah. thinking, like, I know a big thing against Vanguard is not a lot of interactivity.
0: Yeah.
1: Because, uh, like, only certain G guards do stuff, but you can kind of manufacture your own interplay—not necessarily inter—not not necessarily interaction, but your own interplay with the way you handle those type of things, like not giving your opponent counter-blast at certain times, doing stuff like that.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I had a best of three against Machinings or something, where all I did was deny blast the entire game. Was
0: this was <laughs> <is> this against <laughs> how?
2: No, this is against the guy at a Card Cubby.
0: Oh, yeah. He still has my... He's, he said he was going to paint me uh, a little... Like, like, he makes these little paintings of, uh, um, like, units for you, and he he never called me back about Chat Noir. He's going to make me one for Chat Noir. Well, Bummer. It's
1: that's probably so drawing it.
0: <laughs> What'd you say?
1: It's probably still drawing it.
0: Yeah. I guess so. Um... Yeah, so I guess that's about it. Thanks for coming on the show, Proof. Um, We never never did mention what the bottom five were. Oh, okay. The actual bottom five, uh, in no particular order unless you guys want to do it. So we have Murakumo, uh, OTT, Megacolony. um, Angels. Angels, and what did we pick for the last one? Shadow Paladin?
1: that seems fair yeah sure okay i can't think of, i can't think of anything that's worse off the top of my head yeah and then worse yeah. off, i should say
2: because you so said meg colony murakumo ott Angels. angel father They're... and shadow paladin
0: yeah so one being the absolute worst and five being less bad right sure okay yeah seems good to me <laughs> I'm,
2: I'm down well, for that well, uh, I think the 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 Aquaforce GR, I think, or the Aquaforce GB8's, like, really whatever, but I think the G-Guard's, like, really good. So. The,
0: the G-Guard's really good, and the GB8 has the potential to be good. It's just, at the moment, it sucks dick. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> got, gonna have to wait for better wave support, and then The also only thing gonna, that worries
2: me about the uh, gold Paladin in GB8 is how many units you're gonna have left in your deck at that point.
0: Yes, that's very true. Um, yeah. Oh, well. And then and then, for another day and and then yeah. and then if you had a medium five it'd be like Pill Moon, uh, Tachikaze, um, Great Five
2: nature. most most
0: medium <laughs> <Yeah>. Great Nature <laughs> Royal Paladin Gold Paladin I guess like Arcagaro Fuck I know yeah, yeah Gears Gears sure I think Gears is by far the most medium
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh my God Okay uh, Proof is there anything you want to plug.
1: Um uh you can find me on my channel, uh Live Improved VG. I have a website I haven't updated in a while because uh not full of ideas currently, but it's live You can also find me on Twitter, same handle, LiveInproved VG, and I have a Discord which I sporadically intersperse into my description of my videos.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then uh Matt and I both hang out there. So I- I'm uh the giant awkward bear. On that and
1: is, then... that on, is that on purpose, by the way?
0: Okay. Your name? Okay, so uh, Matt once referred to me as a giant, awkward bear, so I was like, fuck it. That's, like, my name now. I'm <laughs> not sure you, know,
1: you know if you take the first letter of that, it's the Gabe, or the Gab?
0: <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> wow, I didn't even think of that, the Gab. That's pretty cool.
1: It's almost the
2: Gabe. Almost the
0: Gabe. Poor almost. Gabe.
2: And, I, and, I, and I'm Wigum. Feel so free to argue
1: with me wherever you, wherever you want.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so Wiggum's on Twitter, on the Discord, and on. And I'm also Twitter. on
1: I'm also on the Reddit subreddit. Yeah.
0: So Living Proof twenty. How come it's twenty one instead of just Living Proof?
1: Yeah, 21's my favorite number. Oh, okay. And Living Proof by itself was taken.
0: Oh bummer. That's.
1: <laughs> so I figured an, I just thumb a favorite number on there.
0: I'm annoyed that you got like your own um, like uh, tag. Or whatever it is, hand, like you know, it has your, like he has two of them. Yeah, you have yeah. the bolt from the blue and the bolt cutters, and I can't get one for myself. Well,
2: you should start a uh, fight on the subreddit and challenge him to show match.
1: He kind of did because he he said he he called Cran Tiger the boy, and I yeah. disagreed because Nova is clearly the boy. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: if my computer wasn't such a piece of shit, I would go Potato. play you on CFA. Um. I'll I'll catch a flight out to the east coast and come play you in person.
1: No we didn't. That's fair. Bring your setup because <laughs> I like the overhead display. The
0: overhead display? What do you mean?
1: Like when you when you record your fights.
0: Oh, that's a that's Richard's camera. So I would have to steal right. it from him. Yeah. Or I could borrow it. I, I have
1: a camera. I just don't have a way to record overhead as neatly. I have a I have a tripod, but I don't like angling because glare is.
0: Yeah. So I, I, so what you have to do with um with that is you have to turn on all the lights around the table not over the table so the light kind of comes in from the sides instead of the top and then smart yeah i never thought that yeah
2: just turn on all the lights
0: That too. <laughs> yeah
2: so i'm much closer to proof now than i was before so. that's true you're in maryland. yeah you're like
1: you like two states away i was actually in maryland for my wife's graduation not too long ago oh
0: nice well congrats to your wife
1: thank you and wiggums will have to Come up sometime or because that's a long drive. I don't fly making that drive again.
0: <laughs> <That's>
1: <laughs> How long of a drive is it? It's like five hours. Oh, yeah. Six hours. Ew. And you have to go through New York traffic. Ew. Yeah.
2: There's like a bunch of major cities in the way, like Baltimore and New York and shit.
1: Shame. Anyway. Just fly. Just fly.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i doing anything this weekend. All right. Um, well, I. Uh, that's it for this week until next time i was atlas
1: i'm matt and i'm proof and
0: have a good night everyone i want to take the time to thank anybody who found this podcast uh i also recommend sharing it with your friends family anybody who likes vanguard Uh, You can find us on SoundCloud or on your podcast app, that little purple thing that goes in the folder of the stuff you can't delete, like stocks. Who uses stocks? Anyway, you can also tweet me, Atlas Novak, so at A-T-L-A-S-N-O-V-A-C-K. You can also tweet at Nexus at Night, N-E-X-U-S-A-T-N-I-G-H-T. Or you can tweet the Nexus Core YouTube channel, so at N-E-X-U-S-C-O-R-P-S. Be sure to check out that YouTube channel. Uh, We have, you know, card fights and deck profiles and all that good stuff.